0: And welcome to Bite Size. My name is Joni Pollock. I'm your host on Wednesdays at about 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here at the Notham Seagull Network. I got to tell you, there's something about a short week that is kind of both tough and then like fun. I don't know. It's just like we started Tuesday of the week. And at least my in-studio week ends on Thursday. I work from home on Fridays. And this week, actually tomorrow, I have jury duty. So it's really just a Tuesday, Wednesday for me. And yesterday kind of was in and out of the studio doing some things. Work-related, obviously. And then, you know, today is today. And then tomorrow I got jury duty. And who knows how long jury duty is going to last. I'll tell you what, though. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. It was something when I was, I think when I was in college... I would get jury duty at my house back in Houston, and so I'd always kind of like, you know, tell them I'm in school, I can't do it. And then I got one, I want to say like last year, around this time, and they, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't live here, so I can't do it in Houston, sorry. Um, And I don't know how they knew I live in New York, I guess, because, you know, I have a Texas driver's license, I guess, because I pay New York taxes, that's kind of how they found me. But it it seems like you know up in the heights where I live right now, it seems like jury duty's been going around. One of my friends had it just a few weeks ago. Another friend of mine that was eating over the Friday night that I found that I had jury duty. He's like, oh, I think I got this this kind of questionnaire type thing and from jury duty first, just now. And I was like, yeah, that's how they that's the first step. And then so you're gonna get it in a few weeks. And then lo and behold, he got it like last week or whatever for June. And then my brother told me he got a a thing that he had to push off though. Also within the last few weeks. So they're finding you. If you're in the Heights, got to watch out for some dirty dirty dude. But if anyone has any tips about it, I'm pretty excited. It's tomorrow. I got to show up at 9 a.m. And, uh, from what my friend told me, he, I think he he told me he just literally sat around till 3:30 until someone until they finally got to like, I think there were like 67 people and he was literally number 66. They got to, and then they obviously dismissed him at that point. Cause they had who they wanted. um, Ideally, I'd like to get in and out so I can come back here. It's nice that the courthouse is... It's not close to the Lower East Side, but it's close enough where I don't really have to miss work. But I'm excited for it. We'll see what it comes up about it. I, I really don't want to go on Friday. That's the truth. <laughs> I hope it's a one-day thing. So, What if it was on a really cool case? That'd be fun. You know, my mom always told me I should be a lawyer because I... You know, had my fair share of arguments and and whatnot with the fam back in the day. Like, yeah, you'd you'd be a good lawyer. You you know how to work your way in and out of arguments logically and whatnot. Lo and behold, I sit in front of this mic. But yeah, if you have any tips for jury duty, maybe something I should bring tomorrow. I I know I gotta have my phone and a charger. I, I think I'm allowed to bring my laptop. I gotta check up with my friend, make sure. Um. But otherwise, uh, I think there's like a Duncan around there. Whatever. I, I I'm a, I'm a bit prepared. I'm gonna give you more prepared tonight, and we'll see what happens. Um, and then we'll see what happens over the course of tomorrow. You know what else was nice about this week though? So it starts. I mean, I don't know if it was nice actually, but it starts on. It started on Tuesday, and there was something different. You know, it's a three day on tiff And by the way, I love three day on tiffs so I I love the. And I'm I'm someone that's that's usually on my phone. Usually, if you text me, I will answer within five seconds, maybe a minute. Um, you know, sometimes if I'm working out or, or I'm eating dinner, whatever, I may take a few extra minutes. But usually, I'm by my phone. You know, and I like to be on social media. I know last week, I think it was last week. Last week, I spoke about totally cleansing myself from social media for a day, which was nice. Uh, that's why I love three-day untips because I'm I'm off for three days, and I'm, and I'm a huge sports fan, so that part's a little annoying where I have to miss. You know, a game, or or I have no idea what's going on in the baseball world for three days. Which, as a uh, sports radio host, it could be tough. But I survived. But I love being away from my phone for seventy two hours from technology. It's it's beautiful. I love it. Um, and I'm not gonna lie. You know, on on Monday, it's kind of like not getting like buggy, not like antsy, but just like all right. You know, I I'd, I'd love for just to be on for like thirty minutes, just to check on things and 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 go back. You know, that type of thing. But otherwise. Uh really enjoyed being away from it. But what's so tough about the Monday Tuesday switch yesterday was that it was really like like what our friends do in Israel, right? They 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 have Shabbos and then Saturday night they have to prepare already for Sunday because Sunday's a work day. And that was something different for me. I think that's the first time I've had to go a night straight to work. I think any other time that it's happened, I've I've been probably home in Houston. So this was Monday night. I, I get home, you know, nine twenty or so, and clean up some things in school and whatnot. Nine twenty or so, and then you know, I, I turn on the TV, turn on my phone, kind of try to like detox a bit. And then it's like ten o'clock or whatever, and I got a shower, and I'm like, shoot, the, tomorrow, tomorrow I gotta get to work. You know, I can't just sit around. It's not like a Saturday night where I could go to bed at one, knowing I'm going to like 8.30. Man. You know, I I gotta wake up. I gotta go to bed probably around twelve. And start my normal routine. So that was a little different. It was interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I'm not sure how I would feel if I moved to Israel and had to deal with that transition. I I, I don't know. I haven't fully processed that 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 move. But it was interesting. It was interesting. And we'll just uh, keep it at that. All right. What's on this week on Bite Size? We have about what is it like a month plus more to go here on Bite Size till uh. July in the three weeks where we usually kind of lay low here on Bite Size. Um, on this week, Joanna Shepson joins the program at 9.30 a.m. with her interview with Dove Rabinowitz, the founder and camp director of All-Star Sports Camp. For those of you uh, not familiar with it, it's an American-style sports day camp in Jerusalem. So I know there's uh, there should be several of you interested in that. And then Tova Connects interview with Hanala LaFelleg Herel will be at 10 a.m. Eastern. She is a singer and songwriter who made Eliyah. And uh, you may have seen them uh, together on Tova's Instagram and Facebook. So uh, that'll be at 10 a.m. or so. That should be a good one. And then, uh, as you've come to expect, plenty more music here on Bite Size. And we start things off with Mahapecha Shell Simchana Wednesday on Bite Size right here at the Nachum Segal Network.
1: Shamati <imitation> shay, oh, sipome si babi la dai. Afgadlo se ze yoter tov mi'meni. Hey, na si meta tsarot me rachorai. Allo le ha tsakul Hey, shamati shay, tkal tembi la dai. Afgadlo se ze yoter tov mi <imitation> Hey, הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי לא נעצור, רק שכולכם עד שנומים להיט, getan no hab i sin no. ko no i gaglum mit zwoge deiner meeri scheina no. o oh, hoi oh, 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 sem mit zwo a habs getan no hab i sin ko i gaglum mit zwoge deiner meeri scheina o hoi Oh, oh, mitzvoh, achas, in den Dauer wenn wir dort am Mitzwoch mir noch am Mitzwoch. Wer Oh, er ist ein bisschen umstrammel, er ist ein es Es mißo, gedaelamele schön no a no you're gonna the we do the mitzvahs <imitation> every It's for
0: And it's time for Joanna Shepson's interview right now with Dove Rabinowitz. He is the founder and camp director of All Star Sports Camp. I will say no more, I'll let them do the talking. Joanna with Dove, right here on Bite Size at the Knockham Seal Network
2: thanks Yoni. so as we 're approaching the summer, I wanted to think about someone that I could interview for the show who would tell us a little bit about what happens in Jerusalem in the summer. One of the big things that happens are the summer camps that um, take place, and so we're talking to Dove Rabinowitz. Hi Dove Hi. Some people call you Dovi Sure which do you prefer? Dovi Okay, so Dovi runs one of the most popular American style camps as we call it um, all star sports. And uh, tell us a little bit about how long it's been around and what makes it different from all the other camps.
3: Oh wow, how long it's been around! So uh, All Star Israel uh, has been. This is our sixteenth summer. We started with uh, a long time ago with ten kids and one counselor. That counselor was me. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you know we've grown a bit. Uh, we now have two branches and one in Hashmonaim and one you know here at the flagship still here in Yerushalayim um we have a lot of fun during the summer we run just about uh, you know most of the summer from uh, the beginning of july through this year it's august 16th i think uh and we i guess already one thing that maybe sets us apart a little bit and causes me plenty of extra logistics is that we let people sign up on a week by week uh basis which local
2: parents and tourist parents really appreciate (laughs) (laughs) they
3: better (laughs) um uh, you know, the basis of camp is, uh, is sports. It's not like a you know, boot camp, training camp kind of thing. It's, you know, where everyone's having a lot of fun. Uh, but I guess already one thing that, that we really believe in is that everyone should be uh, having fun and learning. Having having the experience of practicing something and getting better at it or learning a new a new sport, a new skill. It's not, this is a little bit of a, a blast for me, but it's not really important that someone be a good football player or basketball player. I know some of the kids would kill me for saying that, but really that's not what what is important is the the life skills that you can, you know, pick up from sports. There's actually a lot there. Things- so,
2: so the truth is, it's so fu- it's funny because I sent my son and my daughter. My daughter was actually pre-one A before first grade, and she came back with these chants. I can't even remember what they were now. That I thought, wow, that reminded me of my summer camp days. But it was all about cheering on other kids and cheering on. And they were there was like a Dovi chant or a Do- there was something like it th- that was part of the camp. That was the whole avira.
3: So yeah, definitely. I mean, really. Uh, me and the and, and the people that really you know started the camp uh, going, we were looking back to our days as campers, not to our days as you know counselors or i hadn 't run a camp uh, before, but we remember the great time we had had as kids at camp, and we we really wanted to uh, to create that to recreate that here uh, in, in mich um, I guess you know the the sportsmanship. Is sportsmanship is very important, and it's a little bit easy to say. Oh, sportsmanship! You know, anyone anyone can say that, and hof- hopefully, they mean it. Um, but uh, in in my mind, I have a little formula. Um, uh, sportsmanship, really a mathematical formula. Sportsmanship equals improvement plus unity. And what that means to me, in my mind, I tell myself it's. I don't drive the counselors crazy with it. There are other things I dri- drive them crazy with, but but it, but it means that sportsmanship is about knowing that it's it's. The most important thing isn't to be the best one. At the, we can't all all be the best in any given sport. We can all be our best. So that's as far as improvement. To, to learn that when you when you practice something, when you try it, when you try you know when you put some effort into it, when you're smart about how you practice it, you will improve. It, it, it's almost magic. Even, even if you don't want to improve, you'll improve. So that, and that's a great thing to to learn for life. And then it's not just about you. We're building a community. We're building. You know, we're part of a community, and building that unity is definitely very, very important at camp, and makes for the camp spirit, you know, it makes it makes for a great, great camp spirit, so...
2: Well, I think you see that also because a lot of your counselors were former campers, so they really are part of the community.
3: Yes, I'm, I'm very, very happy that um, uh, more and more, I mean, you know, as I said, we've been around 16 years, so that means that now I'm seeing campers in the street who are, you know, already going to university, getting married, coming back after uh, you know, after they're married and working at camp, you know, and also before they're married. Uh, um, last year I was very happy for the, for the first time the uh, assistant director was a former camper, uh, and that's going to be true uh, uh, this year as well. Actually, a different former camper just because Amitai, shout out to Amitai, you're amazing, and we wish you were available all summer, but hopefully he'll be joining us in August. But Zachai uh, Turner will be with us in uh, uh, July and August, and uh, it's, it's really a thrill for me to be working with. Campers who you know grew up in camp, and and the truth is, and I say this, I, I really really mean it. It is a true privilege to be working with some of the counselors and campers who are in camp, and plus it keeps me young a little bit, you know. So,
2: Doby's <laughs> very young, young at heart. But um, tell me a little <laughs> <My> bit. <save. laughs> tell me a little bit about um, some of the activities that that are special that the kids like talk about, and they can't wait for the day that they've got the. There's something I have in mind. Mm. You get it. Oh. The slip and slide, I uh, think. <laughs> oh, I, didn't,
3: I didn't realize you were talking about that. I, uh, so I thought that you were hinting at Color War. That's we it. We certainly yes. cannot reveal when Color War will be during the summer. It's more the secrecy. But, but uh, that's, that's actually a really good example of how Camp Spirit and Camp Unity really uh, – it's something that you can do at camp. And a lot of other places in life, you, you just don't have the, the same opportunities to do it, to have kids – Cheering each other on, cheering for the other team, you know, lifting up the kid that that maybe isn't the best athlete, but he managed to have a, you know, succeed at something, or even just managed to get sportsmanship points or whatever it is, and and, and everyone really uh, comes together. Slip and slide is definitely a, a, a very nice uh, uh, thing during the week. We usually have it uh, at least once a week. Uh, especially the little kids really, really love it, and then the older kids get into it uh, as well. Um, also,
2: it's kind of hot in Jerusalem, so the slip and slide days are fun days. <laughs>
3: definitely. The truth is, the um, slip and slide was just a solution to a problem. I When we started it, and that was about, really, about 13 years ago, thanks to, I think, uh, former counselor Alan Tover. Shout out to Alan. Um, and, you know, we remembered it, you know, as kids. It was so much fun. And Alan said, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to the hardware store this afternoon and I'm going to buy 20 meters of nylon you know and 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 he did and we came back and i mean it's it's magic you know it costs us about 50 shot golf for the whole summer and it's it's just so much fun of course it turned into you know once we realized how much fun once we remembered how much fun it was we weren't going to stop so uh sometimes necessity is the mother <laughs> of invention
2: and you also have field trips right
3: yes uh once a week um uh, we do a field trip that can really be something different every week you know uh one week a water park, different another week, a uh, nature trip, a museum. Uh, definitely also a, a highlight. I'm always happy when, when at the end of a great trip, I hear kids saying, "Oh, I can't wait for the for the sports tomorrow." Because like it's it's nice to know that that even though you know the Yamit Alpine Water Park, it's it's it's, a, it's amazing. I mean, your eyes bug out when you see the slides. I'm scared. I'm afraid of heights, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know they have smaller ones also. The little kids go on, and so do I. But uh, but 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 it's nice to know that. That stuff that you do, you know, on your own with the kids can compete with that uh, big flashy uh, stuff. But, yeah, there's room for the flashy stuff, too. And just
2: logistically, can you just tell us the two locations that you're running camp this summer?
3: Yeah, sure. Hashmonaim, um, uh, which is, uh, you know, right near Modi'in um, uh, and, and here in uh, Jerusalem. So for tourists who are coming into
2: town, I know I see through fun in Jerusalem that many times tourists will be coming for like the month of July and then they love to put their kids into camp. For the first week or two weeks, and they have an option of staying half a day or a late day. So, like, they could even stay till one. Is it one or one thirty? Till one thirty, and then go out for the day with their kids to an attraction. Um, so it's kind of the best of both worlds. The parents can go have a nice breakfast somewhere while the kids are playing.
3: I'm gonna say two things. One is one is a plug for the camp, and one is a plug for you. The plug for the camp is that every year we have we we have people who call somewhere around July second or third and say. We plan to take our kids all over Jerusalem every day. Please, do you have a solution for the first half of the day? So yes, that 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 works very very well uh, to come to one thirty till three thirty. By the way, if anyone ever wants 1:30 to change from one thirty to three thirty or vice versa, it's totally fine with us. It's it, it, it's easy for us to do logistically, um, and we we really don't care. Uh, the plug for you is that, I, and I you did not I, I attest that that Joanna did not know that I was going to say this uh, uh, when I when I, she's not holding me here at gunpoint to say this. Um, there is no better way to advertise your business than Fun in Jerusalem. Am I reading that right, Joanna? No. She does not, she does I not, did not. I she, did not make me say that. She did not make me say it. She, she did not know I was going to say it. But I can tell you that, that, that uh, every year we keep on getting you know over and over people contacting us because of Fun in Jerusalem. So if you don't uh, have a summer camp and you have some other business that has anything to do with uh, Jerusalem, tourism, anything, you should definitely use Fun in Jerusalem. And if you do have a, a, a camp, then don't because we we want it all to ourselves. But
2: so if you are coming this summer and you want to contact Dovi, then you can email allstar at com. A-L-L-S-T-A-R at com. It goes straight to Dovi. And uh, is there anything new or different that you were expecting this summer?
3: Um, we've, we've, I, we have a few uh, very interesting uh, activities. Um uh, especially with the CIT program, the kids going into ninth and tenth grade, uh, we have some some i think really very promising uh, uh, things that we 're planning to uh, do with them that will actually affect the whole. Uh, camp, I think, in a very good way, but it's a surprise, I really can't tell you. Um, and the truth is, as if I haven't uh, already said enough about Fun in Jerusalem, I also always look on Fun in Jerusalem just for, for ideas for camp, and that's uh, we're, we're standing now on the beautiful top of the beautiful uh, tahanari Shona, the first station, which I think is where uh, we had the idea for one of our trips uh, uh, last year. We definitely came here one time last year, and that was uh, it's a great uh, uh, trip. Um, other interesting things. I mean, some of the things this, this summer, like every summer, are going to take me by surprise. So I, I don't know yet. But uh, we've got some very interesting uh, ideas.
2: All right. So as you can tell, and you can tell from Dovi's enthusiasm, it's one of the, the most wonderful camps, especially if your kids love sports, love being active. Um, then come and contact uh, Dovi at allstar at funinjerusalem.com. Okay. Now back to you, Yoni.
0: Thank you, Joanne. And thank you, Dovi and Dovi Binowitz, the founder and camp director of All Star Sports Camp. And you could find plenty more there. About the camp at uh, funinjerusalem.com or just email Joanna there. If you've been following Joanna, if you haven't, you certainly should. Fun in Jerusalem on Instagram and Facebook. She's been uh, out and about lately all over Jerusalem looking for cool things. Uh, if you have uh, if you do follow her on Instagram, or just, just check it out. Um, she's been going around different places with her kids doing cool things. And the summer's coming up, and there's probably going to be a week or two where there's just nothing for you and your kids to do, or I should say more your kids to do. Uh, So you'll want to check out FunInJerusalem.com before camp starts uh, and check out these cool activities that could last an hour or two and really just uh, brighten up the day for your kids and uh, give you and your family some cool things to do out in Jerusalem, things you've probably never heard of before. So check out FunInJerusalem.com, FunInJerusalem on Facebook and Instagram for more there. We have Tova Connect's interview at 10 a.m. coming up and then the segment that has no name with Miriam al should happen about 10.45 or so. So keep it right here. And we'll have more music throughout the show right here on Bite Size. Keep it here at the Nahum Segal Network.
4: No, the shim of the soil,
1: me in a noodle shim of the soil, me in a noodle shim of the soil, Attem laše, nojde, <tot> nojde, <tot> nojde, 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 nojde,
4: them last like shot
1: we in Let's go New York! אני יודע שיש אלה והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם שומע את כלי. אני מאמית בטרי אני יודע שיש אלה והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם desconcalle not complete доступче ONF' perlu Yes, this is God's man, Loliv God, that's all le over. As soon as I'm ready to die, I'll take the bath, I'll take the bath, I'll take There a The power of I am a man, I am a I know that a there is a the power of I a man, I She is conna gas andrangle un le malo my lips.
0: And we are back on Bite Size for hour number two. And it's time for Tova connect's interview with Hanala Feleg Harel, the songwriter and singer. You've seen Hanala on Tova's social media several times or two, our good friends. And uh, I know Tova was very excited to do this interview. So here's Tova with Hanala right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Seagull Network.
5: I'm really excited to be sitting here with Hanala, Hanala Felik Haral. Welcome to the show. Nice. Thank you. First of all, thank you for having me for Shabbos. Yeah. It was so special to spend Shabbos it's in Nirmat Beit yeah. and What do uh, you think? of my place for from my bed
6: <laughs> <laughs> no we
5: took a little walk you saw
6: the we city. Did.
5: I did and I got to see people that I knew yeah. it's really it's nice to walk through the streets of Israel and yeah. know people at this point of you know living here
6: it's also nice to go to different places and every time you go to a different place you're like wow it's beautiful here too cuz you get a, you get
5: around a lot I do. I get to see a lot of Israel.
6: Yeah, so you are, are you But this still, was my
5: first time in Rav for I'm saying, it
6: still amazing how beautiful Israel is everywhere? It does,
5: everywhere. And you have a gorgeous view. Yeah, and Stunning the flowers view. here are so nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, cool? So people are listening, and I'm sure they recognize your name, Hanala. You don't even need. It's like Oprah or, <laughs> or Cher. You know, some people call me Chanel, and I'm like, guys, it's Hanala. I made it as simple as possible. I love it that you just get to know, you know, people know you by Hanala, you know. Um, and we're going to talk about... Who you are, because people watch your videos on Facebook. I'm sure they've seen all your, you know, hilarious videos. Maybe they even saw the one that we did together. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, That was really fun. That was our first time that we actually met.
6: Yeah. You know, that didn't make it into the cut, but that was such a, like I told my parents, I just met Tova. Like we sat down and we started (laughs) filming. They're like, you guys have such good chemistry, you should do it all the time. Yeah, so
5: now we're doing a Tova Talks, you know. Let's get into it. So let's let people know who you are. And uh, you moved to Israel only less than a year ago.
6: Yeah. It feels like six months, but I'm feeling like it's starting to push
5: a year. But, it's getting yeah. It's getting to the year. Yeah. Once you get to a certain point in the calendar, the Jewish calendar, the year's, at least in school, for school-age right. kids, it's over.
6: Do you ever stop counting when you move to Israel, or you constantly think, like, I've been here? I don't want to count. I just want
5: to live my life here. I love it here. So it's just every day, it's just a blessing to, like, live here. Yeah. You know, know that you don't need to go back. Yeah. It's not a vacation. You we know, yeah. to live here.
6: We were like hi in Israel. I told Toba I told Toba before I mean, I'm talking to the audience, but before Shabbos I said, I feel like Shabbos you feel it here. Like there's a certain energy that comes like from the actual yeah. land. No, but also You feel
5: it in the air. You hear them singing L over the loudspeakers before Shabbos. You know, like everything about them. It contributes the... to the ambience,
6: but yeah. I'm saying even in the total solitude, yeah. I feel a certain spiritual energy from Israel on the Yamam Taivim. In certain places, at certain times, the, the land is charged the with the holy energy. Yeah. yeah, And I never felt that in the States because I
5: didn't grow up here. Right. So, no, that's why it's exciting for our kids that they get to live here from such a young yeah. age. I hope that they actually appreciate it
6: throughout. You have
5: to t- remind them to appreciate it. I think that that's why the, what, we, what we do, you know, that we get to yeah. contribute to the excitement. Yeah. I know? hype
6: up Israel all the time.
5: I do also. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but I believe it. I, I do can't also. I explain it.
6: Like, I talk myself into it. I am convinced that it's okay to live without a dryer. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, I've come to a point that I've said it so often that I'm like, I could live without a dryer. But if you had one, you know.
5: You had the choice to have a dryer. You just bought a vacuum cleaner. I bought a vacuum cleaner. It's not
6: because I'm not spoiled in other ways. <laughs> it's simply because I'm trying to live an organic Israeli life. And right. I'm telling you now. living an Israeli lifestyle. Yeah. And you're going to ask me later what my happy place is. I'm going to cut to it right now. My happy place in Israel is being on my mere peset, hanging my laundry, because well. I feel very Israeli. Yeah. I've taken the atmosphere. Oh. The weather is usually beautiful. I feel like I'm being a mother, contributing. I'm not like... Busy with my own things. I'm doing, like, laundry. I'm hanging it up. Yeah. I'm also, like, you know, particular. Everything's neat and hanging and clean, right. whatever. It's my Israel happy place because that was not something I had in America. I did not have a place where I just hung my laundry and got a view and right. felt the fresh air. And
5: So you left uh, mosquito swapping to move to Israel. Yeah. What was the inspiration behind moving to Israel? Um, do you want the quick
6: version or the long one? Because this could go on. You know, when you move to Israel, there's, like, a million...
5: Reasons uh, Well, we know that because you have your amazing videos that people could really watch and they could.
6: Yeah, you can get an idea of some of them. I speak a lot about what, not so much why we made Aliyah, but about how excited I am about being here and how wonderful Israel's proving to be. Yeah. And I think in America, I kind of realized that. I thought to myself, Israel has something waiting for me and my family that I'm not going to get here in America and it's going to be great. And I'm not sure
5: exactly how it's going to be packaged, but I'm going to get it. So now families that are thinking about moving to Israel, is there one piece of Aliyah advice that you would give them?
6: Um, there's so much that I could share on the topic. It's really hard to give one tip because I'll give from my personal experience. Number one, tell your parents. Don't hold back and not tell your parents because you think they're going to be upset. That's something that I held on to the whole year before we moved, and I kept postponing it. I'm not telling yeah. my parents. I'm not. And then when I finally told them and they were happy for me, Everything kind of moved quicker because they were on board, they were involved, and I felt like I had their blessing. So if you're holding back from telling your parents because you think they're going to be hurt, they're going to be happy for you. It's going to be hard, right. but they are
5: going to be happy and for you. And they also need the time to process yeah. the concept of their family right. leaving. So. It takes them time to digest because you're right. already there in your
6: head and they're just like, wow.
5: Right. It's a shock no matter what. Yeah. So you're not just somebody, a, a Facebook personality that people have come to love. You know, we post a picture and everyone's writing, oh, I love Han Everybody loves you. you. Um, but you really, you're a singer and a songwriter. You're a very talented uh, performer. I'm, I, I like to say I'm a hard worker. It's, ta- I'm, I'm,
6: I you know, I, I, it could be talent and it could be, um, you know, just something that I have. But it's definitely something I work very hard at. So... Like anyone in any career that you know that's successful, chances are they're putting in long hours and their their head is into it, and they constantly try to learn more about their field. Uh-huh. So music is something that I that it comes and goes. I don't always have the time. I'm having children, and we're moving to Israel or whatever. Right. But in my spurts of time that I do have, I really put my energies in all sorts of music, performing it, playing it, writing it. Composing songs, um,
5: just working on my skills and well, you so have a beautiful on. studio. We're sitting in your studio, that's why anybody yeah. listening right now is probably not accustomed to hearing my my interviews sound so crisp. And on a great, uh, on a beautiful Cadet's, mic, yeah, condenser mic. A beautiful studio you have. So at least when you are working hard, you have a, a nice home studio that you get to work in. Yeah. So we're in the home studio now, but you didn't start out in a home studio. You obviously started music when you were much younger.
6: I always had. When you start recording music, you always have some version of a home studio in okay. your room. So when I first started do I was in music. I always sang in camp and wrote camp songs.
5: and, and when you were was, a young age, you started. Yeah,
6: I was always in the choir and, and trying to, you know, like this, like I take pride in, in Camp Amuna's theme song because I wrote it, Color War, and it's the camp song. Can we hear it? Do you remember it? Um, yeah, Camp Emuna. There's nothing like it. Sing and dance, our spirits soar. Days filled with laugh, action, and satisfaction. Every year, we're back for more. And it's like a really popular camp song. And I wrote it.
5: Do they still use it? Yeah, yeah
6: they still use it. That's I wrote a, it
5: 20 years ago. That's unbelievable. Yeah, fantastic. Like the theme song. So, how do you get from singing in a choir and writing uh, camp theme songs to write to producing CDs?
6: So I started recording by accident, just like as a hobby, when I was living in my parents' house after seminary. Um, I was teaching preschool or first grade at the time, and I just started recording. And recording, you need a lot of um, you need a lot of gear to produce music. Like you can't do unless you're doing beatboxing. But you need a microphone and a mic stand, and you need a keyboard, and you need a guitar, and you need headphones, and you need cables, and you need software. It's an investment. Yeah, but it's also, like, a learning curve. Like, you kind of get into it, and then you become, like, obsessed with it. Okay. So I started recording, and then I kept switching up the gear. And, and this was before the internet. I couldn't Google for help. Like, I was reading manuals and books. Yeah. And I started recording. Anyway, fast forward, I got some stuff recorded, and I started sharing it with friends on CDs that I was burning in my room. Right. Like, these little CDs. And Simei um, Music called me. Izzy Teibenfeld. He's okay. He's Sham And he called me, and he was, he, I bless him, I, he, 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 he made, he, he started me off. I mean, plain and simple. He produced me. He called me up, and he said, listen, someone gave me this CD on my desk. I listened to it. I really, really like it. I want you to get um, a graphic artist to make you a cover, print a thousand copies, drop it off by me. I'm going to put them in the stores. And I was like, what? Wow. I hung up the, oh, and then he tells me, but you need to start working on a second CD. So I immediately bought a computer, started learning how to use the computer, and I recorded another album. And this time, it was longer and
5: whatever. I got a, a booklet made for it and people had already heard of me and they were kind of excited. It was like a hype. Okay, so you had all these CDs coming out. You know, you were very successful. And then what happened after the CDs? You went into performing? So I performed. I had songs now recorded. I could take out the, the vocal.
6: I had music now of my songs. And I would go to Chabad houses primarily. And I would For speak, women only? For women only. Okay. And I would speak about... Judaism. And I would speak about being a Jewish woman. And I think people, what people found astounding was that here was a Orthodox girl dressed modestly singing about God and the Torah and all Jewish things, but free to live her life as a musician. And people were always like, like amazed
5: at that. Like, wow, Judaism doesn't stifle Stifle. the the Jewish woman. That's amazing. So you were able to take your talent and really share it with people that wanted to listen and people that could listen. Yeah. There, at the, when I started singing, no one else was singing.
6: There was... like, I, not, I c- couldn't count on one hand women who were doing what I was doing. It was
5: just not so popular. It was hard. And you're very talented, so... <laughs> okay, well, if you could think about one uh, musician, one songwriter, female or male, that you could say was your true inspiration that really inspired you to do what you are doing... Who would that be? I, I don't think I could boil it down to one. Okay. Um,
6: I grew up listening to a lot of music. I was really into... Um, at the time, it was rock and roll, because that's what people were listening to. And yeah. I was away from home very at a young age. So at 13, I already left my parents' house, and I went to high school in Montreal, and mm-hmm. I lived in my aunt's house in the basement. And even though she was my aunt, and I was taken care of and loved... There's a certain amount of solitude when you're another, a child in someone else's house, uh-huh. away from your house, your own home. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to music for hours and study, um, I want not say study, but just, I was deeply affected by the music I listened to and I gravitated to music that made me feel something. So it was a range of artists, but if they made me feel
5: something, I was listening to it. Uh-huh. So it wasn't one specific, you can't uh, associate I it with mean, one person.
6: It depends for what? For songwriting or for recording or, you know what I mean? There's so many variables of music in my life that right. they're greatly influenced by a lot of people. Okay. In general, I, I try to learn from musicians and... From their styles. And also from people who are better at what they do than I am. What are they doing differently? What are they practicing right. more? There's do always f- something
5: to aspire to. Yeah, or, yeah, if you want to grow, yeah. Amazing. So now you have a beautiful family... Four gorgeous children that I got to really enjoy, <laughs> enjoy. the really Shabbos. I really enjoyed them. I really did. Um, can you think of one song that you love to sing with your family on Shabbos that your kids really love to sing around the table with you and your husband? So we
6: sing we sing a lot of my songs because they're playing a lot. So, for example, I'm working, I just finished working on a Parsha DVD. So essentially, as I'm the songwriter, in quotes, so my job was to write the songs and to write melodies and words. Um, one for each parsha in Chumash Barathez in English for children so that it should be understandable, that the melody should be singable. That's amazing. Yeah, and that the, a video could be created to it. And, it's, and it came out already, no? So it didn't come out yet. The audio side of it is done, and now the video okay. goes into into production. works, right into production. But that's, yeah, and then, God willing, in in the winter, it'll come out. So
5: that's fantastic, not only for families, but for schools also.
6: I hope so, because I, I, I was actually a music teacher in Florida when we moved to Florida before Israel. Yeah. We lived in Florida for a few years, and I kind of just fell into being a preschool music teacher. And I didn't actually teach music theory. I did music with the kids. I had a little guitar and shakers and bells and scarves, and I would interact with them, and I... Would you know teach them to love music and to
5: move with it and to sing with it and to act it out and to really like yeah? So now you could take what you did in that classroom and so share I, it with so the world. That helped me write this parsha um, DVD and That's other amazing. thing children stuff that I've worked on. So but yeah. Anyone listening right now, I'm sure, is getting very excited to share that with their yeah. kids. Well, first of all, you could
6: buy my my songs already. I have two videos distributed by TorahTreasure.com: um, Bella Bracha and the Goes to a Wedding, and Bella Bracha and the Talent Show. They're great for every child beneath the age of six. Needs to listen gets to Gets obsessed with it. They watch it over and over and over, and the songs are really pretty. So, where can they find these? Torahtreasure.com and all Judaica stores. That's the Bella Bracha series. Okay. Um, my music is available online. Chanala, Google it, you'll find it on
5: all internet Everywhere. platforms. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm always working on the next
5: thing. (laughs) And I'm sure your kids also love uh, bedtime with you. You know, you get to probably sing your songs with them. Yeah. So they go to sleep listening. What's their favorite bedtime song? So they listen. We we, we go
6: through phases. We'll listen to one CD nonstop. Children like repetition. Yeah. So if I'm recording something, we'll often listen to my songs as I'm doing that. But I often choose a CD that I can find bearable. Because if it's playing, I'm going to be listening to it. Yeah. Um, At the moment, they're listening... um, I think they're listening to Uncle Maishi's last release. I'm not going to get into great depth about what I feel about it. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I have to say, there's something really fun, personable, and upbeat about Uncle Maishi, and he really puts that into his music, and that is why kids like it the most.
5: Yeah, my um, my kids grew up on Uncle Maishi, but what's amazing is that your kids they're not just listening to your music which is a fantastic but you're definitely giving them a wide variety of different music to listen to so they could appreciate it also sure. and find their own outlet of you know Sure. Ha- I I listen. I contribute a drop in the bucket. Don't be so modest. No, I'm
6: no, I'm serious. <laughs> like there's so many talented people creating incredible music that unfortunately not enough people want to uh, are, are hearing and we'll just talk about that for a minute if yeah, we can. Yeah. We can, of course. You know, and I've spoke about this on Facebook before. I've tried to express it you know, now that we have the internet and and iPhones, it's so easy to reach people. But on the other hand, it's so hard because there's so many distractions. It used to be you put your phone down because you're done making a call and now you can go into the Jureka store, buy a CD and put it in your car. Now your phone is just constantly, should I buy a CD? Should I make an order from Amazon? Should I WhatsApp my mother? Should I set my alarm clock? Should I log into my food diary? Music is just one of those things that we have to physically do on our phone.
5: So what's amazing is that right now this interview is being played on the NSN app, on the Nacham Siegel Network app and all day long they have 24 hours streaming of, right. you know, great programming and they have all their music playing all day long and the, the point same. is... Nacham
6: Siegel is from everyone's childhood. Of like, course. If you want to do music, you want to the Nacham Siegel Exactly.
5: Show. I remember listening to Nacham Siegel, you know, yeah. from when I was a kid going to carpool. So the point is, is that you hear the new music, he's playing all the new music all the time, um, you know, introducing new artists and then the in the hopes that. People, buy their people are music. buying the music. They're right. going out and they're physically purchasing the right. music. So there's a lot of,
6: you know, when you're in the music business, very often you're performing and that's a big part of your career. And the CD is almost, they call it, I don't like this term at all, but they call it your business card. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much more than that. But the point is, you know, Jewish artists are creating music. They are recording. They are spending money on it. They're There's terrific, terrific talent. I mean, a lot of the stuff is like, wow. Like it used to be really... Hard to find good Jewish music, and now there's a ton of it. Um, specifically in the female Jewish market, there's there's enough for everyone to be buying. Like there's all types of female singers and all types of um, CDs and songs and whatever you're into, you can you could find you it. could find it. Yeah. And the truth is, if there's a will, is a way. I always like to say, if there was an app that would make you thinner by just going into it and and pressing buy, yeah, and and you would do it, you would do it. Like instantly, like you instantly get music on your phone and you're instantly enjoying it. You're instantly happier. And it's such a meaningful purchase because you're buying from a from artist who's grateful and you are reaping the benefits immediately in your house.
5: So, Allah, we went through your Israel Happy Place, which was, uh, your remember has said, putting up the laundry. So yeah. I'm sure anybody now has an idea that, oh, when they're putting out their laundry, they should be listening to Hanala's music and all Jewish music. Mind. Exactly, and hopefully they are going to go onto Facebook, onto Hanala, find your music. And
6: if you do listen to it, you might want to move to Israel, so consider yourself warned because that's yes. what I sing about. Yeah, definitely. Island and I'm... all that jazz.
5: <laughs> it's definitely uh, aliyah-inspiring. Yeah. Um, so I just wish you continued success Thank you. with your music Thank and your you. aliyah. Thank and um, just continue being amazing and inspiring people. Yeah, same to you. And that's uh, how we met, like because w- we're both so amazing. High five, <laughs> studio clap. <laughs> amazing. So uh, Shabbat tov, Shavua and tov. Uh, thanks uh, Yoni. Back to you.
0: Thank you, Tova, and thank you, Hanala. Tova Kanach, you can find her at on social media. Tova in Israel on Facebook, Tova dot com. Where uh, if if you saw them, they did this interview. Uh, I, know, I want to say like a week or so ago and if you follow Tova on Instagram you know she was very excited to do it and uh her you know her stories and the two of them together like I said they're good friends um so it's just kind of fun to see the behind the scenes of that interview and if you follow Tova on Instagram Tovan in Israel or you follow her on Facebook or tovanisrael.com you could see plenty more behind the scenes stuff of interviews uh, when she does it in real time, and also just great things, great sights, great views from the land of Israel. Again, Tova in or Tova in Israel on Facebook and Instagram. Plenty more coming up here on Bite Size. We got music, and then hopefully the segment that has no name with Miriam Wallach. and then the Wednesday live lunch follows us at eleven o'clock with Rami. But for now, plenty more music right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network.
7: We will be in the world we i Palelin, numahakin la machia, kese, kulano haverin, kulanu me palelin, la mashia, Mashiach, it will only happen when we all get along. Everyone waiting for what she prayed for, but she us for one another. Everyone
1: word in song
7: Ah 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 ah
1: Shim esodah, al menas lekabel pras. Alti yukein yavodi mam Alti Alti prats atti u che amoti mammashamshi mesura al menas le capel prats atti u che amoti mammashamshi mesura al menas le capel prats atti u che amoti
4: Lady Deho, I would say we husked in the Vida Peho. Sit only out of home, so say Lady Deho. I would say we husked in
1: see Hey!
4: Ta kolas man rocen col aspik akol bashut disco le malas de nace smokhala bore akol shu a baderakh el la voda tsolakh Gam gamimatak tset metuskal. Then I alejashezeu amazal. Tachbashem betaminbos. Espasito, the head of the high-inch it. of the the i <laughs> the של לעבוד בלחצים אפשר ללמוד הכל יהיה אתה כל רצית, אבל ני, אבל שלא ראיתי את שזמננו רקד ולא יachsפסו לך את כל אם אתה מרגיש את כל הזמן רוצה להאспיק את כל פשוט תסק. דespasito, דespasito, כל דבר בזמנך שלא יעבור אידו, בכול את כל זה.
0: And we're back here on Bite Size to wrap things up with the segment that has no name with Miriam Wallet To my left, good morning. Shalom. How are you?
8: I am well, thank God. And it's not Yontif anymore, so that's even better.
0: It, it stopped being Yontif. I wasn't sure. I, w- I woke oh. up Tuesday morning, and then this morning I was like, is it Yontif? I don't e- Dog like, I'm, years, I'm just buddy. used to it. Dog years. Was ears. it long? You it felt so long, long to you?
8: It was so long. It was so like,
0: long. Like abnormally
1: long? Yes. Unusually
8: long? Yes, a little bit, to the point where one of my kids, who usually never falls apart at the end of Yontif, like when it's been too long or had too much family time, even she... Started to fall apart yesterday uh, – not yesterday. Was it today? I don't even know what today is. Today's Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Started to fall apart Monday afternoon, and I looked at her, and she was, like, literally snapping at everyone. I looked at her. I go, anybody safe around here, or you just need to get out of your system? you done yet?
0: Yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't blame her. I, 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 I started the show, you know, kind of talking about this whole – the three-day un and I Ugh. actually do enjoy being away from, like, the social media and everything, but, like, also I need, like, 30 minutes, like, allowed – let's say, like, Sunday night to just, like – Detox away from Yanta to kind of like just catch up on things, get like back right. on the like the phone or whatever, and then go back to Yanta. Like, like I'm going. I'm right, cool with a little that. break, like, little break. Like, right. Yeah, well, sh- this
8: one was particularly challenging because. All
0: the dairy. Good call.
8: No. Because no. Monday night ended and Tuesday morning you were back to yeah. very much, very much normal.
0: I really think it's the first time I've ever done that because I think anytime it's been like that to- sort There's of an antif- Or I've been home.
8: Right, right. So like so I was like commute. traveling. Right. right, exactly. This was
0: just like I got home and oh, then. Oh my God. I, it's like work tomorrow. Shoot. Right.
8: And, like, by the time Yontif was ending yesterday, I was already, does anyone have any homework they didn't do? Who's packing lunches (laughs) in the morning? You better get to sleep on time. And then one of my middle schoolers realized towards the end of Yontif that she hadn't written a debate speech. So she didn't get upstairs until 1130. And, by the way, everyone's sleep patterns are totally screwy at this point. You've right. slept during the day, yeah. and even if you stayed all night, uh, stayed up all night, little shavuos, like, it's just a mess. The
0: nap Monday kind of hurt my oh.
8: Of sleep. Oh, yeah. my. S- and that was
0: just a rookie move on my right. part. I just, you know, wasn't thinking the whole I'm going to work and you got to get to bed at a normal time.
8: One of my sons, Davin Mincha, and then fell asleep and woke up four Marov. I'm like, no, that's it. Don't no. call me at two in the morning. Yeah, I won't to talk to you. Bad move. I won't talk to you.
0: Bad move. So, Yantif was good?
8: was fine. Six
0: meals. I assume
8: five of them were dairy for you. Um, Four, uh, excuse me, four of them were dairy. Friday night was Flay chicks and Sunday night was Flay chicks. Why? You uh, ate out? No, because we had a lot of dairy and I just figured, you know what? A little break from the milk hooks makes everybody happy. Yeah, I happy. also had
0: Sunday night meat, which was huge.
8: Right. So it was fine. So necessary. Right. So it was totally fine and everyone, you know, but you know what the most popular meal was out of all the meals? Um, Sunday night. Sunday night? No, 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 no! Saturday night, first night of Yontif, technically Masechahbis. Right. I had made taco night, and I had made with par of meat, and (laughs) I had yeah, and I had made chili, and I had made uh huh, Morningstar Farms, yay, Morningstar Farms, and I had made chili, and I had you know all the different toppings and whatever, and the soft tortillas and the corn tacos and the whole thing, and my kids were so. Happy and the whole cool. night, the whole yeah. time they're yeah, like, yeah, the whole time they're like, ma, great meal. I'm like, okay, thanks, yeah, but it takes right. no brain power whatsoever, <laughs> but amazing. I'm so happy you guys are happy. So that was a huge hit that they have now requested that we do more often. Okay, fine. Um, and you know what I had found is I had gone to Costco and they make, which I had never seen before, you know the uh, the pretzel bites as opposed to like the, heart, sure. the yeah. soft pretzels, but they come in Costco-sized tubs. Yeah. Amazing, Perfect. right? So I bought two tubs of that and there was a, a, a side of like spicy deli mustard and I also made a cheddar cheese sauce. So, hmm. yeah. So How there many was leftovers. Like, you got leftovers? Not yet? at all. No nah. leftovers. I mean, there was wow. like there was like a little bit of chili, but that's cuz it was, you know, yeah. super caliente. Uh, yeah, it was a good meal. It was a good meal. Everybody had a good time and it's, you know, my kids are good eaters. So everybody ate it.
0: And now back to school.
8: Yeah, now it How was Of left for them. I don't know, yeah, it depends on the kid. I mean, high schoolers—you know, my senior They're is done. done. Right. You know, she has like two things left, two exams left, and then she's right. done.
0: She was also done at the beginning. She Once was she done of in college. August. Yeah.
8: Yes, <laughs> that officially. is correct. That's usually how senior year works. Right, and then my my other kid has Regents, so he's got some stuff lined up. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's all right. I never had
8: Regents. Regents are stupid.
0: Sure. I mean, yeah, I, I had standardized testing, but that was it. I didn't
8: have. I don't have a Regents diploma. I don't have a high school diploma. There you go. Yeah, so it's just all right. I tell everyone on air. I, I tell everybody publicly. And, yeah. And then, by the way, did you have once, a GED? No, I just went straight to college. You have nothing. No, st- when you went early admissions, they just you Do know, we even
0: know that you went to high school? Are there any records of you going to school? There's a yearbook. There's a yearbook.
8: And there's a section in the yearbook that would have been my senior year for kids who for you know kids who went early admissions to Stern. And that's, that's where you, I am.
0: 11 years or 12 years What? of, of schooling? Did you go after your 11th grade year? Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. That's when you do early missions. You skip 12th grade, and you just go, and you become a freshman.
0: Oh, and no, Israel.
8: Yeah, and then Israel is your is your, is your your sophomore year as opposed to your freshman year. So, is that what you did? Yeah, so you came what? back as a junior. Well, you know that. Yeah, come back as a junior.
0: You went Stern one year, uh-huh. Israel.
8: With my friends. Where'd you at Israel? Israel? wrote
0: Israel, and then another two years at Stern?
8: Yeah. Wow, who yeah. knew? Everybody else but you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And then I went straight to graduate That's school. That's not a move anymore. No, I mean I think that. I mean,
0: you get the kids that like go to like two years. Like there was a, a friend of mine that went to YU for two years, and then like everyone, you know, all his friends went to Israel. And like, right, you should go. So then he took a year to go to Israel.
8: I mean, I like that, my daughter but- has a friend who skipped his senior year, but I don't even know if there's an early admissions program anywhere. I have no idea if YU and Stern even offer that. But he skipped his senior year, got a GED, went to Israel a year early because did not want to waste money and time on a senior year. Yeah. And, uh, which I hear. And totally fair. Totally. I mean,
0: senior year was a lot of fun, but total waste.
8: Right. And so he went to Israel with the kids a year older than him. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, now he's back. In, now he's in Yu, and all his Did friends are Sean back Abette? in Israel. No.
0: Uh, so there's uh, a family from Houston that the kids skipped 11th grade, skipped 12th grade. Yeah. And then just went two years to Israel. Right.
8: That's the other move. Right. That's the other move, but yeah. And I'm...
0: you're totally lined up. You didn't miss anything senior year. No, I don't
8: know what my kids have done senior year. Yeah. Not not that it detracts from their schooling, meaning like it's nothing against half, sir. Right.
0: No, no, no. No. <laughs> Any school. You just right. don't really need like, four years Right. Like, what am I? What, of,
8: right. Of right. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I get the first three years. Right. Right.
0: You got to learn something. Yeah. I don't know what I learned, but you got to learn something.
8: They learned something. I don't, whatever. Yeah. But now, yeah. So then the rest of them are, you know, finishing up.
0: All right, and then we got big plans for the summer.
8: We got where that was a lot of Shavua's talk is what we're doing for the summer. What we're doing for the summer.
0: Do you want to reveal yet or no? Well, you know, we there's more
8: shop plans. There okay. are more shop plans, and then there's summer school plans, and mm. then there's this plan, and you know, travel camp. When you got and several
0: this. kids, you got a lot of plans.
8: There are, yeah, not. Let's just say that the schedule did not work the way Stephen and I had predicted it would work in the future. Okay. Otherwise known as, um, we don't have a summer where the kids are not home.
0: No, not even like one week, a nope. few days? Jeez. Yeah. How'd you mess that
8: one up? I have no idea, but they <laughs> like us and they keep coming back, so thank God.
0: I guess you're doing something right.
8: Or not. Or not, right. Right, depending on the way you look looking. at it. It's all good. It's all good. I like my kids. All right, you
0: ready for the parade? In uh, Okay, it, so we're not going to talk about the parade? I figure next week we'll talk more about I, the parade. I'm not, not ready prep. to talk about the parade. There should be a show just about what, you know what goes into the parade prep.
8: Yeah, but that's like a six-hour yeah, pre-parade special. show. But I want to tell you this funny thing—not so ha funny, but funny. So Sunday, um, it's it, like over Yontif. Uh huh. Okay. It okay. seems that one of my children, the one who is a rabid Ranger fan, okay, somehow or another, or just like in the pre-Yontif Shabbos preparation, did not shut her phone. Okay. So all the alerts were coming through. Of whatever. Okay. In this case, Major You know, in this case, NHL. Right. Okay. Of course. So she runs into my room, Mm -hmm. wakes me up out of what would have been the equivalent of a coma sleep, and says to me, Ma, the Golden Knights are going to the cup!
0: The Golden
1: Knights. Crazy story.
8: Yeah, it is a crazy story. 500 to 1 odds. The whole thing. Anyway, she's like, You don't understand. They were misfits. They were the people nobody wanted. And now they're, and she's like going through oh, she's this. I taking goes, that angle. That's yeah. And she's yeah. like, A Cinderella story. She's like, Do you know that at the end of every one of their tweets, they, uh, you know, the hashtag, you know, shoe still fits or slipper still fits? Oh, yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know. Yeah. So she, so I looked at her. I'm like, No, I, I first of all, I was like half unconscious. And I'm like, No, I, I would not know that. She's like, Well, I don't understand. You don't follow the NHL on Twitter? Is no, gonna be, I don't. Is she
0: going to be watching the big game seven tonight between Washington and Tampa?
8: Yes, because two of her boys are on Tampa.
0: They, oh, yes, right, right, right. yeah,
8: McDonough and Miller. Right. Uh huh. Because I have no life. So she's rooting for Tampa. She's rooting for Tampa, but I don't know what happens if Tampa and and uh, Vegas, Vegas right. play the each story other. Story or your
0: former players? That's, exactly. That's a conundrum.
8: Exactly. That, and uh, also, there are also former players that will play for Vegas. Yeah. So she had the chance. to yeah. Take
0: a lot of. Teams players
8: right so this is but this is what happened and of course i couldn't let up on the fact of i'm like what do you mean you're getting alerts on Yantif? Like what? I don't understand something. <laughs> She's like, I forgot to shut it off. That's not the point. I'm like, I don't know, kid. That is the point to me. One well, of the phone. big things about
0: three day days is, is I shut it. Like usually I just put things to sleep or whatever. Like it's a cleanse for my right. electronics too. They get three days off. Right. Go to sleep, little phone. Hours. Go just,
8: to sleep. Exactly. Just
0: said, let it all the updates and whatnot that needs to happen.
8: Let it sleep.
0: Yeah. And then you wake up, and then you turn your phone on. And you got a million alerts. But, all
8: right. right. Whatever. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty exciting at the Wallicks. All right. Very cool. On behalf so behalf
0: seemed like it was a good time. Though yep. it, everyone's happy that it's over, yes, and, and back, back to, to school, to somewhat normal routine. Exactly. It's a short week this week. Already Wednesday tomorrow. I've got jury duty, so I'll see you whenever, whenever it is. Right, but
8: by the way, because I don't know if I don't know if you as a New Yorker are you a New Yorker? No,
0: yet? no, never, oh, yeah. not even right. yet. Like, Do you never. know what Fleet Week is? Fleetwood Mac.
8: Do you know what? Uh, let's try this again, in slow motion. Do you know what Fleet Week is? No, not wow. At all. Let's Google this. All right. So then, you know, Nahum and I were talking about this, and maybe this is an idea. But Fleet Week starts today in New York City, which it does is, I see that. Yes, which is when all. Oh,
0: the, this looks cool. There
8: we go. Which is when the ma- which is when the Navy pulls in massive ships into. Um, in, By the Intrepid,
0: correct? Oh, actually, <laughs> in an,
8: right around the Intrepid, and all of these servicemen. Then you all of a sudden, all of a sudden, see, especially in Times Square, all these guys in their dress whites. Um, you know, walking through and being tourists and whatever, but they're here usually from. Memo- uh, you know, it happens no, around Memorial Day life, weekend, right. right? But it happens usually Wednesday through Monday, and so I had said to Nahum the other day, "I'm like, you know what?
0: Let's go take a visit."
8: Yeah, let's go to Fleet Week, and since it's a nice day today, I mean, I and Do you we know
0: any like Shomer Shabbos people in the Navy?
8: I mean, my grandfather was Shomer Shabbos, and he was in the Navy in World oh, War Two. Cool. Uh, yeah, he commands a ship. That would be like uh, a cool interview. I don't have there. any family in the uh, in the American Armed Forces. Same. But um, yeah. so my roommate's brother is. Really? hmm My daughter wanted to be a Marine.
0: He is in, I think, just the Army.
8: That's pretty cool.
0: And goes up. He has to go like once every few He's a reservist? Months. Yeah, I believe so. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, you got to serve.
8: Colonel. Um, sergeant?
0: He might be a sergeant.
8: Colonel? Yeah. Well, okay. You don't know. You I just, don't know. You're just throwing <laughs> out realize, ranks. Yeah. You're just throwing yeah. out ranks. You have no clue. Captain. Um yeah, but I don't know if by the way, if you know anybody who's a uh yeah, who's a sailor send in the US way. Navy, right, send us send us their uh, contact info. Very
0: cool. So uh are we visiting? Is I think we mean? should go.
8: Okay. I'm dead serious. You finish the show. avrami's gonna take over the live lunch any minute anyway. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of Dodge. Let's go uh you know. Right. Have you ever been to the Intrepid?
0: No, I mean I've driven by. Not personally, but I've no, been in of a car not. that I've driven
8: by. So you have no I mean I gotta do it. Like it's just you have no clue.
0: What the Intrepid's like? I mean the, the
8: enorm. no.
0: I mean I've been on I uh where is it? Like uh, they used to have battleships by uh, by Galveston kind of in Texas. So I've been there. Like the Eisenhower. In San Jacinto and whatnot. I don't know which one. You have no idea. But, but it, I've been on a battleship.
8: I mean it's ginormous. Yeah. It is it is mind boggling. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yeah, so I probably think we huge. should go.
0: All right. So uh Avrami, you heard that. So we're just gonna hand it over to you. Yeah, and, happy uh, fleet week, everyone. Yeah. Happy Memorial Day. We're not gonna go with Avrami, he's gonna be upset.
8: He always comes in on the wrong day. No, Avrami. Sorry, Avrami. All right.
0: <laughs> so uh next week we'll probably talk a little more parade stuff, maybe and whatnot. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna know. avoid really, talking about the parade as long as possible. Until after the parade. Yes. I'm not gonna even discuss the parade on parade day. Nope. June third, folks. <laughs> June third. Yeah, we'll, we'll, see we'll, be, on, uh, we'll see you on we'll see you on fifth. Let's we'll see on 5th, 64th and 5th. Is that right? where we are? I
8: think, 64th. Between 64th and 65th. I don't yeah. know. On I'm, the park I'm, side. I'm
0: supposed to go check it out at some point. On the park side, Beforehand, folks. to yeah, make sure in, things are... Uh,
8: we're um, not in front of the fancy buildings. We're in front of the zoo. The uh, zoo.
0: Which, which is, is cool, always funny. It's a really good location.
8: It's a great location. For bathrooms. us, it's a great location. Yes. By the way, <laughs> for those people who don't know... Um, for those people who don't know, there are actual restrooms as opposed to porta-potties in the zoo itself mm-hmm. that are accessible to people even if you do not pay an entrance fee to the zoo. When you go down the steps to the zoo, right. there's a building on your right-hand side and there are restrooms in there. And if, by the way, you see an out-of-service sign on one of the stalls in the women's bathroom, I just put that there so no one else uses it. So feel oh, free to use that. Genius. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm going to do that in the men's Sorry, one. buddy. All right. I like it. All right. Well, All thank right. Thank you for joining. Happy Fleet Week! Happy Fleet Week to you and all. Thank you. All right, that'll do it for us here at uh, Bite Size of Rami's live lunch coming up in literally just—I don't know—30 seconds or so. Um, I tell you to download the NSN app, and usually I just kind of say it rolls off and that's that. Um, but what we've noticed lately—I mean, we've always noticed it—but and that's why I say it. But lately, like people listen on random various streams, and then sometimes it just ends, and you—and then I get the emails like, "Oh, like this, this is a guy. Like, just download the NSN app. Like it, you'll never have issues that way." Just download the app, you'll get it on the run, you'll get it wherever it is, you'll get the archives, whatever you want, literally, it's so easy, Malcolm School Network, Google Play Store, or your app store on your iPhones. And I think that'll just about do it here, Avrami's Live Lunch, like I said, coming up in just a few seconds. My name is, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in, my name is Joni Pollock. I'd like to wish you all a good day, fantastic short week, and remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.